get all the all the spiral of kids, put them in a sack. Hello, dear listeners. It's time for another Hey, I've Got an Idea show. That there? That's my brother, Mason. Ruined dinner, Williams. And that over there is my brother, Luke. Nerdier Nun-Id, Williams. I just... I don't even know what to do with that. That... Well, I mean, you got your regular Nun-Id, and that's... That's quite a bit of id because they're repressing a lot, but you're you're like a nerdier version of nun id, like you're uh, the one that has the secret nun sexual fantasies. Yeah, but it's like about a Gundam or some shit. Yeah, fans of the show might know Mason sometimes likes to put things into that anagram generator, and uh, I I I told them ruined dinner would be the thing that he could go with, and he uh. I'm gonna go ahead and say it. I think he stayed in your in your safety zone, in your comfort zone. And you what? Just, you just put it into that thing. I, I'm sorry. Are you are you saying that nerdier nun id is my comfort zone? I think it is. Okay. I think it is. I'm I'm cha- I'm throwing I'm throwing down a challenge. You throwing down a challenge on I, nerdier nun id? Okay. I, I challenge that that was not. The usual level of creative retort. I think you just like gave it up to the machine. Machine, well, come I up mean, with here's a the witty thing. retort. Was the machine gave me hundreds of options, and I had to go through. Wait, that was the good one. That was the good one. Ruined dinner doesn't give me a lot of consonants. Oh my god. Okay, this is an invention podcast. We make things. We do. Uh, sometimes we're successful. Sometimes we are not. I posit that we are always successful. It is the rest of the universe that fails us. What about for candy? Where we instead redefined pennies as candy because we couldn't come up with candy. Exactly. The universe failed us in what candy is and indeed always has been. I see. Well, we're not going to make candy. We did that one already. We're going to make... Uh, school bus. This one, I believe, it was Jeff. Okay, now correct. Correct me if I'm wrong. Correct me if I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. School bus. That's an emoji. Oh shit! I can tell you right now. Is that emoji? Is it emoji? It is. This is gonna be how we do our entire next little bit of an episode. Is there a school bus? Sort of. It's a little. It's a little dinky one because you can't really get a, a, a long moji, right? So it's, it's still a square shape. But it's still like visibly like it's yellow. But that's, that's a school bus. It's it's a yellow bus. Yeah. Yeah. So yes. it's just it's the short bus. It's not though. Okay. But yeah. Yeah, okay. But it is a short bus. It isn't the short it, bus. It, it, it is, is a, a bus short. that happens to be short. Yeah, yes. It is a shortened bus. It is a shortening bus. Mama's it, little baby loves shortening bus. It is a bus filled with shortening. 
You'll For be Martin able to Short. make your pie crust on that. Martin Short loves pie crust. That pie bus. Is the, are these jokes? Have we made one? Uh, I choose to believe yes. Okay. So, we're going to make a new one. We're going to make it better than ever before. I think... I think we need to know the parameters of what constitutes a school bus. I think we need to look to definition bot. I what you're bringing him out already? Yeah, because uh, you know what I I want to go go forth into what the objectives would be, but like like what's a school? What's a bus? I think that there's a, a couple a couple simple limiting parameters. Uh-huh. How funny would it be if? Definition bot gave us just a completely erroneous definition, and we invented that instead. Well, I'm assuming, like, if Scott fucks with him. Mm, yeah, we haven't heard from Scott in a bit. That's good. I, I you know, since we summoned him summoned into, him exist- into oh, exist. Oh, God, God damn, it. damn it. God damn God it, damn Scott. It, Scott. What? F- you, you hear you that, hear right? That, right? All right, uh, Scott, yeah. I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to fix, gonna fix that. that. Scott, Scott, sorry, sorry if this if is your this first, is your first episode. episode, Scott's a mascot that messes with us sometimes. We invented him. We invented him. That was a mistake. Hey, okay, oh, you know what? I, I should be... Why don't, why don't... I brought Definition Bot out. Turned him on. Go ahead, and, go ahead and greet him and ask him for me. All right. Yo, Deebs. What up? Who is Deebs? Am I supposed to be Deebs? Cool, cool, cool. Uh, so hey, definition bot, if you could do me a big ol' favor, I would love to get a definition of school bus. School bus. A bus that transports students from home to school, school to home, or to school-sponsored events. Okay, okay. So So that's that's gonna include field trips and such. Right. So I think there's three objectives there. Okay, definition bot, thank you very much. You can power down now. Thank you. I will now return to my robo slumber. So, that's three separate objectives. Home to school, school to yeah. home. Yeah. And X. X destination. Like going to football games and such. Yeah, but like field trips is a good example Carlsbad Caverns. That's just a specific place you're going to and back from. So, should we have one invention that can still do all three of those objectives? Well, I mean, really, uh, like, all we're doing is creating a vehicle and then saying that that vehicle is dedicated to the use of school bus. In theory, any vehicle that can get around, like, like if you're in Venice, for example, a gondola... That happens to be used for this purpose is a school bus. Huh. I suppose in that case it would be. Because, yeah, in Venice, a traditional school bus ain't gonna quite cut it. No. You need a big yellow gondola. And I would be willing to, to expect that there are certain places where a school bus, in quotes, would be... More of a get-together at an educator's house, and, you know, you go by boat or something. Okay. Because it's, like, on an island or something. Okay, like, okay. Super, super uh, high-tech. Let's say this is taking place 
in the Star Trek world. Okay. And in the Star Trek world, they got teleporters, they got transporters, they can go wherever. But let's say there's a specific teleporter pad just for school. Is that then the school bus? Teleporter pad just for getting you to school and back. It's kind of more just like the school property teleportation pad, right? Like that's... Yeah, because the pad doesn't move. It's kind of like saying if you were to get in, if you're going to get on the subway. Oh, that's another example. Some I'm sure some kids take the subway to school or like, you know, regular transit. Um, but, but okay, say you were to go from one station to another on the subway. Well, okay, and... okay now here's, here's my thing, though. What? In order to be the school bus, yeah. the vehicle must be dedicated to that purpose. If a kid is just taking the regular subway and happening to go to school on it, that doesn't make it a school subway. It's just a subway that happens in this one case to be used for school. Like, there's other people on that subway, and they're not going to school. So, it's not a school bus for them. Yeah, well, this is, reminds me of, like, an airport shuttle or something. Uh, I recently took a bus out to this small town I now live in, and I was literally the only passenger. It was just me and some some sweet lady in a minivan, basically. And they called right. it a bus because it was a specified purpose of it's it's serving this county. Okay, so here's a question. If the bus is intended for that purpose, but then it veers off from that purpose, is it still a school bus? Like, let's say we got the kids and we're about to head over to, you know, Keanu Reeves Elementary, and then all of a sudden I get the call that, hey, if you slow down, the bus is going to blow up. And so mm. I speed up, I go right past the uh, the school, and we get onto the highway, and I'm freaking out. We mm. went past the school. We're not going to school. Is this still a school bus? Mm -hmm. And Keanu Reeves was about to give a keynote at that school that day. At the day, school that bears sees, his name, yeah. Sees the bus, unable to stop, and reacts to that. Uh, and... Do, is that still a school bus is the question um here's another here's another version of that restated if you take a school bus it gets decommissioned because the school shuts down you spray paint it put a disco ball in there now it's a, a party bus <laughs> wait what it's bus. a club well i mean <laughs> a club can be mobile can it i would think like if if this bus can like there's enough space in the average school bus that you can do stuff in it so if you pull up to a parking lot and then you like turn on the disco ball turn on the music there's no seats in the back it's all dance floor and like one dude at the back who's on the ones and twos and another dude who's serving drinks and you uh, open up the doors and you put out a little velvet rope and you're like yo this is the mobile club we're only letting on, this is an exclusive club, we're only letting in a dozen people, and then a dozen people get up in this club, and then, mm. like, maybe they party while the bus is parked there, maybe the bus starts moving and they start partying on the road, and then, like, they get charged for drinks, and then, like, later they get off the bus. That was a club. I suppose it would be possible to make it a mobile club. Um, There's anything you can do in a bus. Like, I have it on fairly good authority. You can shoot porn in a bus. Yeah. 
I could understand that. Um, hmm. Okay. You could eat cereal in the bus, and then it's a cereal bus. Yeah, we we did. Well, we did the cereal going into in the in the club though. Yeah. That was. That was our series. Anyway. Oh, oh, dude, dude. Imagine if there was like a legal loophole in this this one town where like prostitution is legal, but not in a building. But then someone's like, oh, the bus doesn't count as a building. So they just roll up and it's like a mobile brothel. And it's like, this is legal. It's a mobile brothel. It's basically a fucking version of a food truck. I gotta, okay. I gotta say. I was worried when I was like, so we got to make a school bus. And you're like, so wait a second, prostitutes. That that had me, that had me a little worried. But the concept well, of a mobile brothel is pretty brilliant. Like, you, you could definitely write that story. That's I could absolutely write that story. story. And, like, the, the town, like, they're trying to close that legal loophole. Yeah. But the guy keeps, like, skirting the regulations. And the sheriff's trying to bust him on, like, some minor point of the law. Yeah, like like some somebody wants to raise charts of it being like indecent because it's uh uh you know the vehicle has windows. It's like oh no problem. Well, whenever we park it, we just drop the curtains. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, that it that's yeah that's got legs. That's got legs. Uh, but we're not making that. Make no, we, we're not. We can make uh, that. Okay, okay. Time. Here's here's a question. Here's a question. Here's yeah. a question. What if I teach in the bus? The bus is moving. It's a mobile school. Is it a school bus or is it just a school that is a bus? <laughs> um cuz here's the thing. It, like if the school is the bus and while you're on the bus you're in school, no, it's not a school bus. It's just a bus that is a school. But if you continue teaching and you drive to some place and you're like, "Okay, get out kids, we're at the museum." All of a sudden, you took them on a field trip which was sanctioned by the school that is the bus, and that's one of the functions. So now it is a school bus because it took you on a school trip. So the school is the school bus. I'm thinking of a few things simultaneously here one is that i'm sure that many a time an educator has been the chaperone the lame chaperone of a field trip uh and has tried to pack a couple extra lessons in on the way you know can't let the kids horse around get them to read uh read a handout while you you know well like maybe not read because some people have trouble reading in a moving vehicle but if you can get them singing like an educational song or if he, you know, the teacher just talks about stuff uh, that's educational en route. Sure. Cool. Whatever. But here's another thing. Uh-huh. Um, I think if you were to get in the school bus and the school bus drives either around the block a bunch until, you know, the lesson is done and then lets you back out. Or it pulls out from all the houses everybody's collected into the school bus it just pulls over and parks and then it's like all right we're here and then does the lessons and then you know okay time to go home start the engine turn around either one of those scenarios i think that's 
just kind of skirting the definition you've uh, oh, oh okay 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 i want to pitch this i want to pitch this the same as the mobile brothel concept but now it's in like a handmaid's tale kind of place where women aren't allowed to learn to read but there's a loophole where it doesn't count as a school if it's in motion so the whole thing is is there's this bus that's going around town and it'll pick up women and then teach them to read but it can only teach them to read while it's moving because if it stops then it's illegal hmm so for that uh for those that get motion sickness while trying to read oh they're fucked yeah that's a bummer i mean it could be like one of those determination stories of i mean they're already kind of fucked because they're living in a terrible patriarchal handmaid's tale kind of world but uh they're double fucked because like they can't read while they're in a bus well if it becomes like this this determination story of like all of my thoughts of learning how to read are associated with nausea, nausea, but I like learned anyway because of my perseverance to not be uneducated. That that'd be cool, I guess. I don't know. Here's we we've talked around the main issue a bunch. Instead mm-hmm. of redefining what a school bus is, let's just revisit again that this is what a school bus does by the definition that we were given by definition bot. Right. It goes. From school to home, goes from home to school, goes to X sanctioned other place. In what ways can we innovate that process? Like, what about a school bus sucks? How can we improve upon that? Okay. Uh, School buses make frequent stops. And kids are getting off and they're crossing across traffic. Shit's dangerous. Shit's inconvenient for rush hour traffic. We need something that doesn't clog up traffic and that doesn't expose children to traffic danger. Uh, somewhat accurate, sure. Uh, but uh, just because it's partially related to this, do you know why school buses don't have seatbelts? Uh, I don't know that. Why the hell don't they have seatbelts? What the it, fuck? It is a combination of two reasons to the best of my understanding. I reviewed this recently when I got my driver's license back because uh, mm-hmm. I was looking up rules of the road and stuff. And... Uh, it's twofold. One is that uh, school buses, generally speaking, are going to go slower than other vehicles. So by that metric, it will be a little bit safer because it will be slower. And then okay. the other factor is that because there are special rules and laws allowed for it, other safety rules of like everybody's got to stop while kids are getting off, it becomes a safer vehicle to uh, to drive as well. So both of those factors combined, no kid is going to uh, go flying through the windshield. And then in addition to that, in a smaller vehicle, a kid is likely to, you know, in a car crash, a kid would go flying through the windshield. Sure. In the bus situation, the crashes wouldn't pose a serious threat unless the entire bus went off a cliff or something. Like, if there's a fender bender for a school bus, you know, nobody is getting... Maybe whiplash, but not like, like you know what I mean. Like kids are not the sort of thing that would be stopped by a seatbelt. Yeah, yeah. Like the seatbelt would do little to nothing anyway. It's not a super high impact thing. I don't know. I mean, I'm sure school buses can get on and off of a highway, so I don't know what happens in that scenario. Anyway, I, I believe it's all three of those things combined essentially. Okay. So now, feel free to correct me if that, I'm wrong, Internet. 
if we create a different vehicle for taking kids to school, and let's say it's a smaller vehicle or it doesn't have those special considerations or anything like that, then we would have to put seatbelts on it. It is not the act of transporting children to and from a school that obviates the requirement for seatbelts. It is something inherent to the way this particular kind of vehicle is. It would seem so, yes. All right. So do we want seatbelts? I mean, I don't know. I keep picturing that there has to be... Okay, like, every every kid and their seats and the way that they're all supposed to be, like, lined up in this bus format it seems inefficient. It seems like there's lots of wasted space. Well, now, here, here's another thing. Do we necessarily have to make it for kids? Technically, no. It is so, just... So, like, if it's a school bus for adults or perhaps even retirees uh, or maybe even non-humans, like, maybe it's a school for dogs to take them to obedience school. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, man. A school bus for dogs to take them to obedience school? That's a business model I would not... I I would not support that on Dragon's Den. I would not invest in that. Okay. Uh, what I about like where for you're cats? Going, but, uh, wow. I thought it couldn't be a worse business idea. You've You've made it worse. Get a bus to take cats to cat obedience school. We'll teach them not to scratch you. Yep, just make just those... Just put them on my bus. Make the bus stop and send them on their way. All right, no Fluffy. They're All right, fine. Fluffy, on you go. It's time for cat obedience school. And then the cat, who isn't obedient enough, leaves the house, goes of its own volition quickly to the bus... Gets on and has a full day of school before doing the reverse and comes coming home. Yeah, I mean, eight hours with a lunch break. Oh, man. A cat's going to learn algebra. That's... No. No, I don't think so. No. Okay, here's here's part of the inefficiency I was speaking to. Everybody all, like, sort of sitting in a row. I'm picturing, like, you can flat pack them, right? Like, let's get kids to... Sort of, oh, 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 I've got it. What's that game? I think it's Red, it's not Red Rover. It's just like an arm chain where, like, everybody's, like, holding each other's hand, but then you, like, spiral. I don't know that that has a name. I know the thing you're talking about, but I don't know if it has a name. Yeah, you get them to spiral up, and then you treat it just like it's, uh, just like it's a sleeping bag, uh, uh, bag, a bag for a sleeping bag, right? You just... Get all the all the spiral of kids, put them in a sack. Everyone loves being in a spiral of sweaty human flesh. Right. And then trebuchet. I mean, one trebuchet per per house. Yeah, see, that's the, the problem is they don't all live at the same house. They live at the same school, but they don't live at the same house. <laughs> If they all lived at the same house, we just homeschool. <laughs> Every house has a smaller scale trebuchet that launches the kids 
to the school and then there's one big communal trebuchet at the school that has to accurately well, well, now, detach now the here's load. here's the thing here's the thing though here's the thing much like the teleporter pad the trebuchet doesn't move it just causes you to be somewhere else therefore i would dispute whether or not it's a vehicle it's a mode of transportation but it is not a vehicle since it does not itself move and therefore i submit not a bus what if we could shoot the kids out of a giant gun? Also does not move. Like, human cannonball, the cannon is not a vehicle. Hmm. It imparts momentum. What if it was a special school subway line? I'm listening. Like, okay, so, like, instead of a sewer system, we dig... Not instead, as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, we don't need this to be like, well... I had the choice of toilets or this one thing that takes my kid to school. Uh, I'm going to shit in the backyard and then my kid can just have a dedicated pipe that takes them to school and back. I had to choose between toilet or dangerous experimental underground child. And, and imagine like like the one person who's uh, you know the city referendum on this and they're like, I don't have kids. Can I still have a toilet? What, you want to poop on my kids? No, you sicko. It's like, no, I don't want to poop on your kids. I want to poop into a a pipe of some sort that makes it go away. My kid needs that pipe. I would love to see a system where tax dollars go into uh, a special school, uh, a regulated school child tunnel transportation device uh that the parents would all be okay with because they can't even agree that you know in sex ed should be taught to their kids yeah the same way like uh. okay so let me let me hit you with this okay you got one rail okay and it's inside okay. the tube okay so tube is about i'm gonna say a meter in diameter okay, okay. And along the bottom of this tube, you got a rail. And the rail, it's like if you turned uh, a roller blade upside down. It's just got wheels and wheels and wheels all going in a line. Okay? Okay. And they're all motorized. They're all running off the same, like, electricity. And they're all just spinning like hell. Okay. And then the kids, they each get a little sled thing. And then they just get on the track and they just lie down. Keep your head down, kid. And then you just lose your way to school. Mm-hmm. So it's rail luge, and the rail is like pushing you forward, and it basically only goes to the one place. You see, here's another thing that's kind of particular about this. Under a lot of different, um, under a lot of different circumstances, people need vehicles to go to lots of different places. Mm-hmm. This is one of the few times where the purpose of the of the device of of this vehicle is to all go more or less to the same place like coming from many different sources all going to the same place and then going back out and uh and then there's also field trips. Uh like okay, here here's here's another thing too. Um at my new job uh-huh. Um, it is a big enough plant that there are, uh, there are considerations 
that enough people are coming from one of the nearby towns that they're going to they're looking into starting up a bus program. So at yes. some point that becomes a a helpful thing to have. Like when we grew up uh and went to elementary school, the elementary school we went to uh was small enough and eh, not quite wealthy enough that we did not have a school bus system. Yeah. for it, right? So yes the usage sort of dic- dictates the necessity and that's a factor too. So, so basically school buses only exist because if you've got a lot of people that all want to go to the same place, it's basically, it's cheaper to buy in bulk. Mm-hmm. I guess which, that's Which it. is the same principle behind all buses. Like if that was not more efficient, then we would just all have our own cars. I think I've got an idea. Okay. But I'm thirsty. Okay, well, I look forward to hearing your idea when we get back from the water cooler. Let's go. Yay, water. Hello, dear listeners, and welcome to the water cooler segment. Have you been a little bit bugged by the fact that my voice has been kind of muffly sometimes? Like... As if someone is sort of muffling up on the microphone. It's been driving me way more crazy than you, I promise. Basically, my attempt to make one of those pop filters uh, was not good. And uh, I didn't realize this for a few weeks. So we may have a few weeks of me like that anyway. There's a time where we tell you what we're up to in our lives. And also talk about like sponsors or do ads or whatever. My brother does all kinds of cool things. Check out his Patreon, patreon.com slash tailstake. He does webcomics and books and soon like audiobooks and board games and he's a cool guy. You should check him out and support him. I'm working on a million billion things that are never ever ready to the point of that being my deal now. We're always looking for suggestions for things that we should invent. If you want to get in touch with us about that, suggest some things. Uh, we're running a little low again, so hit us up. Something that we should invent at H-I-G-A-I show on Twitter or email H-I-G-A-I show at gmail.com. Nothing much else. So back to School Bus. So amazing. Yeah. There's another thing that we can talk about here mm-hmm. that is going to be heavily influenced by what happens in our future. And this is okay. a future that we are going to likely see. Okay. Uh, within 10 to 15 years or so. Okay. Can you, can, you, can you guess what that is? Driverless cars. That's the one. How will driverless automobiles affect the school buses of the future? Well, there's two ways. Number one, driverless school bus. Mm-hmm. Number two, school bus has got to be made in such a way to take into account the fact that other vehicles might be driverless. Okay. What about a third option where uh, the school bus, because of its high priority on getting, uh, making sure that everybody is as safe as possible because it's children and whatnot, uh, is the last thing to go? Like, they stay human drivers up to the end, basically. Okay, because they, they got human caretakers. And, I mean, any time when you have children, you need to have at least some adult somewhere who's responsible for them. Even if that adult has his back to them and is driving a vehicle, 
So like, yeah, it makes sense that you would still need at least one adult on that bus because otherwise those kids, they get into mischief, they fuck with the wiring and the next thing you know, you're going off a cliff because the kid thought it was funny to rewire the panel. Hmm, perhaps. Yeah. I think here, here's another thing that occurs to me. Okay. School bus needs to stop to let kids off at home. I dispute that. <laughs> All right, well, just hawk them like Paperboy. St- stick with me for a second. Okay. I got a thought on on how this could work. All right. Mm-hmm. Basically, the traffic has to stop behind and on the opposing lane. Uh, when the school bus comes to a stop, the stop sign sticks out, and the stop sign sticking out essentially is supposed to you know act as like a like a like a wall like do like, not cross yes this wall. i know it looks like you could just pass me don't there's a child right but what i propose is a more a more enhanced version of that where you know how like a garbage truck might have arms that come down and like mm-hmm. actually pick up the bin and shake the bin into itself. Mm-hmm. I propose something like the reverse of that. Like the kid, the arm reaches into the roof of the bus, picks up the kid who is going to be dropped off, and and perhaps could huck the kid, or nicely puts the kid down, uh, but places the kid past the scary road, and to the opposite curb or whatever. So you're saying bus still stops, but then yeah. the top opens like Inspector Gadget's hat and out comes mechanical arm holding child by the scruff of the neck and then just lifts them over the traffic, over the sidewalk, plops them down on their own front yard, pats them a little on the head, and then arm retracts back into the roof and bus zooms off. Yeah, it's, it's basically like a crane game. Like, crane arm picks up the child. You won a prize. You get your child back today. Okay. Problem with that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Kids in school. They yeah. got backpacks. Robotic arm reaches down, picks up the kid, grabs the backpack, picks kid up. Halfway across the street, kid's arms slip out of the backpack. He falls down into traffic. Hmm. Or... Crane arm comes down, picks up the backpack, pulls the kid up, dislocates the kid's shoulders. Also that, yes. Or uh, crane game comes down, maybe it does grab the kid by the head, and now all of a sudden this kid's got a robotic finger in one eye, and is mm. he's being lifted by the eye socket. Mm. Or pulls the head off. Or pulls the head off. And just puts a decapitated head of your child. Pats it on the head. Pats it on the head. And then drives away. It's like, here you go. Horrifying. Little bit. Yeah. Or here's the thing kids getting lifted up and a little less body horror, you know, kids still being lifted safely. But as he's exiting the bus, Bully pulls his pants down. Oh, man. And now the crane arm is dangling this kid over traffic and everyone is looking up and pointing and laughing at the kid who's flailing 20 feet in the air with his pants around his ankles. Oh, Mondays. 
Oh, that's the worst. Yeah. <sighs> I think crane game bus might not work. I How think about... maybe you had a bad idea. Yeah. How about it's more like just a tube, just like like a like a vacuum tube that just. All right, here's your stop. Oh, so, so like pneumatic tubes, like at the bank, like yeah. an old ass bank. Yeah. So like, here's your stop. It just spits the kid out. Well, I mean, if we're gonna have tubes, I don't see why we would still have the bus. Like, just get rid of the bus and just have tubes go everywhere. Yeah. We keep going back to tubes. I mean, tubes are very good. Tubes are very good. Okay, so here's a question. Okay. Is it still a school bus if it brings the school to you? Okay, sell me on this one. I'm, okay. I'm like, I'm not opposed to it. I like the idea of mobile, mobile service, mobile school service. Okay, so I'm not saying the school is in the bus, okay? Bus okay. is more like a milk truck from back in the day. It drops off little miniaturized school for that day. And then parent picks up the little school, brings it over to the kid. It's like a little diorama. And they're like, okay, here, time to learn. And they just pop it on the kid's head. And then the kid gets like a few hours worth of this diorama acting out a lesson as though he's in a room. And then it's done for the day and he throws it out. And then the next day he is delivered a fresh school. I think that we can do a better version of that. And I I don't know how this wouldn't just turn into online paperless would be better. But I would love to see a sort of school work delivery where... It's closer to like a, a you get you get your assignment. Mm-hmm. Okay, like how about this? How about this? What if school was structured weekly? And instead of it being that you were supposed to be there for 5 days uh for these hours, you go in, you get all these lessons firsthand. What if it was more like, all right, you get delivered this package that has these uh, like 20 assignments. So it's like a blue apron box but for education. Yeah, kind of. And then it will go off to uh, to the teacher to get marked or whatever. Um, and then it gets returned back to you. Uh, or a report for how you did gets returned back to you. Um, like, could there be a version like that that isn't stupid? Okay, okay. How about this? How about this? Okay. Uh, let's say... That the kids are an anarchist educational collective. And every week, or even every day, school is going to be in a different part in the city. And they don't know where it's going to be ahead of time. Because they're they're just fucking... They're all a bunch of little Banksies. They do random shit. Mm. So, every day, vehicle rolls up. Get in, loser. We're learning. And Mm -hmm. then... They drive somewhere, don't know where it's going to be today, 
But they get out and they're like, oh, meat packing plant. Cool. We're going to learn about meat packing. And they walk around the plant and they learn about meat packing and then they go home. Hi, honey. How was school? Oh, today school was a meat packing plant. Cool. What'd you learn about meat packing? It sucks. Okay. Don't do that when you grow up. I won't. Hmm. And also, uh, it's so cool that our kid was on this, uh, this alternative education program. Yeah. It's, it's like, it's oh, as fuck. Oh, but he, he, there, that there isn't that he made it up. He just snuck into a meat processing plant. <laughs> did, uh, uh, did you ever see that, uh, that movie accepted? Uh, no, but I think I remember the premise. It's like somebody who got accepted to a lot of different schools or didn't get accepted. No, to it's schools. the opposite of that. Basically, ah. this one dude wants to sort of lie to his parents that he did get accepted into a college. So they create a fake website for the South Harmon Institute of Technology mm-hmm. that just automatically accepts... Whenever you go to the website and you say, hey, I want to study this at your college. And it's like, yeah, okay, you're accepted. And so the dude makes this website just so he could show to his parents, look, ma, pa, I'm accepted into this college. But then it's actually on the actual internet and all these people sign up for it. And then like a whole bunch of people turn up and they're like, oh shit, we're a college. Wait, is that the one that turned into sort of like... Whatever you want to learn, go ahead yeah. and learn it. Yeah, 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 I do remember Yeah, it that. was like unstructured learning and you could major in like skateboarding or whatever. Yeah, and there was one guy who wanted to learn how to like explode things with his mind and they were like, okay, sure, buddy. And then the joke at the end is that he figured out how to do it. You put your mind to it. Yeah. Okay, we're getting a little off topic. We need to make a school bus still. Uh, I do like talking about education, though, because, like, I don't know what the fuck to say about that. Honestly, but we can't invent a school. We already invented a school. I know, but it's still such an interesting topic. Like, I honestly don't know if you reach high school age and you know you don't want to fucking do it. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's better you don't fucking do it. Like, I honestly don't know at this point. Like, I, if uh, like, legit question for you. For me. If you could re-roll uh-huh. and, and go go through it again and you got to high school age, would, would you choose to potentially just, nah, internet's going to be around. Okay, well, if time wasn't a factor, like the timeline of when the internet happened, if that wasn't a factor. Okay, so like you're, you're proposing that I'm getting out of high school now. No, the other way around. If you were going into high school... And yeah, the GED is going to help for job opportunities. But like I, I asked you before, if you if you know if, if you felt your post secondary was worth it, how about your secondary? Like if you could go back, would you just kind of would you say nah? Well, it depends on how you mean go back. Like if if I know what I know, then I already have my education. Okay, here's a different version then. Let's say the universe gifted you a uh a 14 year old mason clone cool. that is under under your supervision that is your property and your responsibility do you send him to high school so i'm my own parent yeah it's it's basically you in every way do you think it is a fruitful exercise to send yourself to high school or would you be like fuck no i can I do a better job i am going to say 
that yes, I want to send myself to high school or indeed to any school, but not because of the supposed educational stuff there, you know, the English class, math class, like I don't care if I'm learning Klingon, mm. uh, I need to send this 14-year-old Mason to a place where he is forced to interact with his peers where he is forced to do group projects with people, where he is forced to, like, get up at the same time every morning and go to a place at the same time every morning and hand in assignments on time and, you know, pretend that the grades are important because mm. those are all skills and, like, valuable life lessons that will serve me in life as an adult, even if I'm only learning Klingon. Mm. Here's Here's... An interesting part of where this intersects with my life now. Um, so I am just, because of this new work I'm doing at the plant, I am just getting a uh, a five-day week, eight, eight, to, eight to four, mm-hmm. uh, every Monday through Friday is my work schedule. I have a weekend again. I've had to think about it. And I'm pretty sure it's the first time I've had that much of a simply structured routine since high school. Yeah, that is kind of weird. So it has pretty much been like 20 years. No, 15, 15 15-ish. It's been about 15 years of my life where that routine that you just described as a practical life skill didn't apply to me. And now it's applying just now. Hmm. So, I don't know. Because it it is a good idea. I'm definitely reaping the benefits of being in a routine again. Yeah. Uh, anyway, speaking of routine, bus. Bus, okay. So, uh, are we presuming that this school, this bus system is taking place in what we would consider to be a normal current day city today. Because if it's taking place in like a space colony or everything is all in one big high rise building and there's a dedicated elevator that takes you to the floor where the school is like that's different. Hmm. I mean, we got to innovate for the future, right? There's no point in, in inventing things for now or for how things have been. We need to always sort of think about how to invent things that will be helpful for the days to come. Okay, so great big orbital space station. There's families living up there. They got their living quarters. There's a separate place on the space station where education happens. Kids have to get from one part of the space station to the other part of the space station. How do they do it? That teleporter is sounding pretty convenient. Granted. But if you're saying it's it's a vehicle and not a beam. <laughs> okay, let's let's operate under the assumption that we do not have any quantum leaps in technology. This uh, space station exists, but we built it with rockets and it's made out of metal. Like, it's not structural integrity fields. It's not teleporters. Uh, there's no first contact with Vulcans. It is what the space program should be if it was properly funded. Hmm. I don't know. Like, I keep picturing basically 
basically rockets. Like, I keep picturing, like, little shuttles, little personal shuttles that are basically on autopilot. Well, let, let me ask you this. Let's say I've got a spacesuit. I put on my spacesuit, and I'm like, okay, spacesuit, take me to school. I don't have to steer it. The thing automatically kicks in, and, like, the little retro rockets on my back fire, and I'm now going through the vacuum. And then a bunch of other spacesuits that are all in the same flight pattern, they come near me, and we all just sort of daisy-chain it, and we're floating through the vacuum. Maybe we're talking to each other as we go. And then our suits take us to school. Now, I'm wearing a suit. My suit drove me to school and it linked up with a bunch of other suits that were also going to the same destination. Is that a school bus? I'm willing to allow it. Um, I think that if you were going to do something like that, it makes more sense to just stick with shuttles. Because even though, and maybe maybe either, maybe the suit is more affordable than the shuttle if we still have money in this space land. Um, but well, no, no, see, here's the thing. When you're up in space, especially if you can't get back to the planet or it's difficult and expensive to mine asteroids, you're going to be energy rich because you could just put out solar panels wherever, but you're going to be physical material poor. So every scrap of mass counts. So they got spacesuits. They're like space age. They're very, very resilient, but they're like as thick as a hazmat suit on Earth. And like all your habitats are basically balloons. That That's a fascinating concept that you've, you've brought up that I just hadn't thought about. Well, I mean, it's that... basically like water world where like solid matter is a rare resource, right? Except yeah. here, gas and liquid is also a rare resource. Well, th this raises a couple of other interesting questions. Um, being more resource poor, I guess my question then becomes, like, how did Star Trek deal with that? How did Star Trek, for example, justify things like replicators? And is there, like, like I, I, I think there were there's, like, a credit system... So that you don't use up too much stuff of, from the replicators? Yeah, no, it's never been nailed down exactly how the economy works in Star Trek. It is just taken as a given that, yeah, it works and nobody's in poverty. Uh, and we have, you know, distribution of resources the way they're supposed to go. <laughs> I in guess much that's... the same way that Gene Roddenberry was not obligated to show how the warp drive works. He just tells you hey this thing lets us travel faster than light also it needs dilithium to go like you can just say hey in this setting we have this thing you are under no obligation to provide schematics that's that's pretty cool i i guess that's easy to do right like if you can just say Oh, you know, in a throwaway line, like, oh, we've, we don't, we don't need money anymore. We've, we've moved past that. And then you don't actually have to explain how you were able to move past that. Yeah. The problem is, is, uh, all of humanity and like, I guess the Federation with a question mark, uh, has moved past war and poverty and disease and whatnot, but then, they still go out and interact with other races in the world 
and the way that those interactions appear are in the form of war and poverty and disease. Mm. And it's like, okay, so what? You know, like, is this a solved problem or not? Um, speaking of solving a problem, we still got to solve the invention of a school bus. I think we're going to take your, your spacesuit, your smart suit, let's call smart it. Smart suit. Smart so suit smart takes suit... you where you want to go. Like, you don't even think. you just like, yo, I've got like a, a million little micro thrusters all over my body. Uh, take me to X destination. And then it'll send you there. It automatically makes sure you don't get hit by space debris and whatnot. And if there's multiple people all going to the same destination, they all link up because that's better. Mm-hmm. Here's, here's what I think... Um... Here's how I think we can we can justify this for slightly uh, slightly future present uh, to distant future. Uh, if we can make this smart suit work, get the autopilot working effectively enough. If we can make it so that okay, you know, it's not going to fly higher than this altitude. Oh, I, I should have said the other thing first. Uh, in the in the near future. It could just stay something that's uh, on the planet. And then it could essentially just be a jetpack. Yeah, that's that's a little tougher, though, because like when you're in space and you're just doing a spacewalk, that is an entirely different proposition from using a jetpack in like Earth gravity in an atmosphere. Yeah, but we're also just talking about two different uh, two different models. Fair. Like when you're still on the planet, you have different kinds of resources available to you, um, and we're kind of almost there. Like we can, we can get people to do floating and flipping around if they're over top of water. Sure. You know, we've gotten jetpacks essentially to the point of being able to to move you around. It's just you have these massive wind blasts underneath you, so you can't just do that anywhere. Um, and it's not super safe yet, but we're pretty much there. So like, if you just tighten that up a little bit to the point that people can essentially take little quick flights where you're crash proof, Mm. you just got to add an autopilot feature and say, all right, all right, GPS, take me to school. All right, smart suit, take me to school. And then the space version of that is just way less effort because you don't have to compete with fucking gravity. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Smart suit. I like it. Smart suit. We made a. We made a bus. <laughs> Smart suit is a bus. All right. For the verdict, uh, I've been just sort of hanging on to this nugget. Uh, there's a chicken nugget in my hand. I'm squeezing it real tight. Okay. Here it is. Uh, would you send a 14 year old you to high school? Okay. I think- I think I'm way more interested in that than would you have a smart suit? Of course you'd have a fucking smart suit if you could. Yeah, all right, right? all right. That's a that's a fair question and one that I think uh, it would be interesting to see our listeners' opinions. You can find that verdict on our Twitter at h i g a i show and also at h i g a i show. You can suggest other things for us to invent. We still need your suggestions. And speaking of which, Mason. Yes. Do you have a suggestion for me for next week? Luke, 
Yes. We need to make a reality show. Oh my god. Yeah, we definitely need to make a reality show. I mean, show. we Let's did game show. We did like a bunch of fictional shows. We need a reality show, Luke. Reality show. We're going to make a reality show next week on Hey, I've Got an Idea show NCC. And until that next week, dear listeners, thumbs up monorail eggplant. Good night, everybody. Good night. Bye.